Hey everybody, welcome to Inside the Genie's Lamp podcast where we go on a deep dive to help you discover how to move on from yo-yo diets and away from toxic diet culture. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Travis Murrells. I'm the owner and a head coach of The Fitness Genie. I've battled extremely poor mental health, manic depression, crippling anxiety, homelessness, and the absolute rock bottom that comes with those depressive thoughts. Fast forward to today, however, I've coached over 1,000 people to reduce anxiety, heal their relationships with food, themselves, and their body. Now we have an amazing, outstanding team coaching women all over the globe to achieve the body, but more importantly, the life that they want to be living. So if you're someone that is ready to move on from the classic 90s fad diets, Slimming World, Jenny Craig, unsustainable 1200 calorie meal plans, and you want some freedom in your life, then this is the podcast for you. All of our coaching is one-on-one and 100% customized to the individual. We find a middle ground to start from and build the program around the client as opposed to trying to get a client to fit our system. We decided to say, fuck it, throw out the previous designs of the fitness industry and create something that actually works. Designing it from scratch every time a new client wants to change their life and signs up. So I'm not gonna keep you any longer. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram so you can engage when we're looking for feedback, ideas, discussion topics, and all that fun stuff. But otherwise, enjoy this episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. Everybody, welcome back. Let's get into it. So something that has been on my mind a lot recently is a lot of these coaches that I'm seeing that are super positive and all that and fantastic. It works for them. That's awesome. But... And as much as I talk about this, and I've spoken about it before, but I really want to get into the fucking crux of it, which is you don't have to have a massively positive five-year plan, all-enlightened spiritual journey from the get-go. You don't have to. It's often being in the shit that makes for a good story, that makes for a good comeback story, and that actually lets you have a more fulfilling life, in my opinion, anyway. Because you know what rock bottom is. And it's crazy how... The amount of people that I speak to that have, a, in my opinion, a pretty good life. Obviously, you don't know everything as to what's going on, but from an external person looking in or an outsider looking in, it looks like that person has a pretty good life. Decent upbringing, parents are still together, always had money, always had this, that, and whatever. Everything seems to be going pretty damn good. Obviously, we don't know what's going on internally with them, but there doesn't seem to be a massive rock bottom for a lot of people that are average people. There does, however, seem to be a rock bottom for a lot of the successful people that I've recently started surrounding myself with. And it's crazy how, or it's just crazy the correlation between, hey, I'm successful now, but this is where I was. And people that are just had an average upbringing that are now averagely successful and are pretty content in life. But it's just... It's crazy the amount of people that have that rock bottom story and now they're absolutely killing it. And they're like, oh, it could be worse. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. We're just going to work through it. We're going to do this. It all works out in the end. Those people that have awesome perspectives of life and can manage to turn it around and deal with their stresses and do almost pretty much anything that they want, that they put their mind to, is because they've been forced to in the past, most likely, from what I've seen anyway, this is just my perspective on what I've seen in the past month. And... One thing that I really want to get out to all of you, instead of just perspectives, like my perspectives, because obviously we're going to have different perspectives. Um, Obviously, that's the point of the podcast, (laughs) to give you different perspectives of what's going on. Um, But to let you know, you don't have to start, you know, a program, a mentorship, 
getting a therapist, going to the doctor or getting medical, like whatever it's going to be as to what your first step is. Sometimes it's not realizing what you want in five years time and what the ultimate dream version of you is. Cause I know that's where a lot of coaches start. And obviously that's where I start. If you've obviously been on the phone with me, it's, um, what do you want physically in terms of like weight loss, aesthetics, all that fun stuff. And then what do you want mentally? What's the life that you want to be living and this and that. And it's funny because it goes one of two ways on that question for the, what is the lifestyle that you want to be living? 50% of people say, I want exactly this. And they future project themselves. The other 50% though, and the 50% that honestly do really well, like I don't have to tell them anything. And almost most of the coaching that we go through is really just shit talking (laughs) and just laughing with them on almost everything is what do you want from life? And they go, I don't want to feel like this anymore. I don't want to be this. I don't want to be this. I don't want this. As soon as you can outline, and this is going to be for the people that are sort of like a little bit lost at the moment, I suppose. What don't you want from life? That can sometimes be a better question and a better starting point than what do you want from life? Because it can be one of those things of, to use an analogy, if you're wanting to get away from where you are and you go to the airport, like the first instinct that you have is to drive away, go to the airport and just go there. You don't know where you're going, but you just want to get out and you don't want to be there anymore. So you go to the airport. The next decision is then where do I want to go? You have to board a flight from somewhere. Shit. You could probably even get a taxi. You can go literally anywhere in the world from an airport. But the first step wasn't, you know what? I think I want to go to Hawaii. I think I want to go to Fiji. I think I want to go to LA. I think I want to do all of this stuff. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to plan the trip. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. If you're in that situation, obviously a smart person in this analogy is going to plan all that out and make sure they've got the finances for it, but just bear with me. In this situation, God, that was loud. In this situation, it is very much going to be, what's the first step of getting you away from what you don't want to be doing? And a lot of people know that answer rather than knowing what they're going to be wanting in five years time. Because a five-year goal, and this is something that I've spoken with on like with a lot of people and starting to, you know, sprinkle in here and there with the coaches that we're bringing on as well is you don't have to have a perfect five-year plan. You just have to know what you want today. You just have to know what you want next week. That's as far as you need to go when you're really thinking about it. And that's where a lot of people get overwhelmed and they get into analysis paralysis. Like if there's something that you want, let's just stick with health and fitness. But one of the big issues from a lot of people not signing on, sorry, not going to the gym or not wanting to go to the gym is they go, Oh, I don't want to get too bulky. It's like, okay. You don't even look like you go to the gym right now. So let's get you in the gym to make you feel like you belong at the gym to make you look like you go to the gym. I know what they're saying in terms of like, I don't want to go to the gym and look too bulky. I don't want to put on heaps of muscle. That is just, you know, the ultimate fad diet, bullshit, myth busting shit in the industry. You're not going to look like a bodybuilder. You're not going to look like the world's strongest man unless you start training like the world's strongest man and eating like the world's strongest man. If you look at all the bodybuilders, particularly like women bodybuilders, let's just stick there. If you look at the women bodybuilders, most of them are in bikinis for when, obviously when they go do the bikini Uh, bodybuilding competition and all that shit. The amount of strength work that they do through an entire year, if not two years, three years, four years, like if we're talking like world's competitors, they've been doing that for majority of their life. And they're not big. They are well-defined. 
And that's the point of it. You want to build as much muscle as you possibly can and then cut it down so that it looks a particular way. But the nutrition that they're doing guides them to what that aesthetic is going to look like. If you're at the gym and you're lifting heavy shit forever for like six days a week, two hours each session at the gym, but you're under eating, then you're not going to build heaps of muscle. You're probably going to get well-defined and that's awesome because, you know, that's sort of what we're after, but you're not going to put on heaps of muscle because you're not supplementing it with nutrition. Now, if you're doing that exact same training program, but then you're overeating like all shit, yeah, you're probably going to put on a fair amount of muscle, but at the same time, you're going to put on a fair amount of fat. So this whole like myth thing of like, oh, I don't want to look like, I don't want to look too bulky. It's like, okay, who is someone that looks too bulky for you? Give me an example of a body type that you don't want. Cool. That person right there, complete genetics to you, you would have to lose 50 kilos, but then also put 30 kilos of muscle mass on. So you'd have to lose 20 kilos of body fat, but then also build up 30 kilos of muscle mass. That's not going to happen in one year, two year, probably even five years of training. You could definitely get there. But if we're talking general population and people that just want to feel better within their body and move healthier and have a better life, that's not going to happen. Because more than likely, you're not going to have that well, it's not going to be your job, first off. <laughs> There's bodybuilders out here that have a career of just bodybuilding. So obviously their job is to eat and train a particular way. For us, there's going to be birthdays, there's going to be weddings, there's going to be New Year's, there's going to be all these things that are going on that are going to mean that we don't have the world's most optimal diet and training. So, instead of looking forward into a problem that you don't even have yet, let's focus on right now. Let's focus on the shit that you're in. How do we get out of that? What would be the first step of getting you out of that shit? Hey everybody, just wanted to jump in here to remind you that Christmas is just around the corner and one of our busiest time periods for signups is late November through to around about mid-December. One of two things happens around this time. One, people either start for around about four to eight weeks before Christmas, obviously depending on their start date, so that they can get the foundations of their health journey and what works for them in the tangible sense. Then when we come back into it in the new year, we just flick the switch, keep doing what we were doing, and away we go. Or, number two, what's most common for clients of mine is they lay down their deposit and start paying off the program now so that their payment schedule is extended, which helps out the budget a lot. From there, they're locked in and ready to go for when we come into the new year, knowing that they're secured, we have a start date, they have their program already in hands, they're in and they're committed to smash out the new year with a coach that is not going to let them fall into another shitty resolution thing that they've always done. This is the last quote unquote weight loss thing that you will ever do for a resolution. We can guarantee you that because we teach our clients to make us redundant. So if you are interested in this, check out our website for details, www.thefitnessgenie.com.au or visit the link in our Instagram bio for everything else, Fitness Genie. But for now, back to the episode. Because if you know the first step of getting out of that shit, then you know exactly what the next step from there is going to be. And this is something that I do with obviously all of my mindset clients, which is like, oh yeah, you know, I've got this wedding coming up in like seven weeks and I want to do this. And I know that obviously people are going to be wanting to look trim and do, you know, be as aesthetically pleasing as possible for that particular event because you want to get dressed up and do all these things. I'm guilty of that as well. At the end of the day though, it's not really going to matter. We can't see drastic results unless we do drastic methods. And obviously that's not what we're here. That's not what we do with the fitness genie. So the bigger question is then going to become, okay, this seven weeks, we're not training 
to look as aesthetically pleasing as possible for this seven weeks. We're training so that in a year's time, in two years time, in three years time, in whatever time down the road, we can actually have that lifestyle that puts us in the position to not have to go, oh my God, there's a wedding coming in 12 weeks. I need to lose weight. You're just going to go, oh shit. Yeah. The wedding's two weeks away. Yeah. I'll see what dresses I've got or go shopping or do whatever it is. You can just go shopping, buy a dress. That's it. That's the freedom. That's what we want. So you can just go day by day doing that stuff. But how we got there, future projecting to say that in five years time, we want to have the lifestyle that is going to be carrying us to not have to do drastic diets to fit into a dress for 24 hours and then not wear it again for an entire two, three years and then diet again to get back into it. We didn't future project ourselves. We said, I don't want to be doing that anymore. Cool. So what do you think the first step is to not doing that? Well, I should probably stop doing yo-yo diets. I should probably stop going on a diet, on a diet. Wow, on a doffet. I should probably stop going off a doffet. There's a fucking word for you. <laughs> so, I should stop going on a diet, off a diet. I should stop losing weight and then gaining weight. Maybe what I should do to get away from what I don't want in the first place is going to be, hey, I wonder how long I can lose weight for. I wonder how much weight I can lose while eating all the foods that I want to eat. How is that possible? How can I do that? I wonder how strong I can get. We start asking different questions because the five-year plan is going to change every single day. As soon as you wake up, it's a different five-year plan because you're never going to reach that five-year plan. I had a five-year plan and I reached everything that I wanted in 18 months. And then I was like, oh fuck, okay, what do I do now? And it quickly became apparent to me going back, and this is something that I've always done um, because it just came out of that rock bottom necessity was here is once I got away from all that shit, here is the ultimate thing that I want to be doing in life. No matter how crazy it seems, no matter what the dream is, no matter what it was, here's what I want to do. That's my purpose. And then how I got to that, that was essentially like hope and faith and all those things to be like, wouldn't it be nice if this, and then just randomly on a day where I was feeling shit, I would start thinking about the life that I was living in 10 years time, in 20 years time, all of those ideal things just carried me through the bullshit that I was currently in. But getting from point A to this dream life that is in my head that doesn't exist, getting to that is, holy fuck, I don't want to feel like this. And if I don't want to feel like this, what do I do? I'll go to the gym. Sweet, I'm going to go to the gym. Over probably 12 months, me not wanting to feel like this, quickly became, I like the person that I am when I go to the gym consistently four, five, six days a week, whatever it is. Oh my God. A year later, I now have this habit of, I go to the gym to look after my mental health. I go to the gym to look a particular way because when I have looked overweight and depressed, I have been depressed. I've been in the lowest points of my life when I have been 20 kilos overweight. So me wanting to look a particular way started with, I don't want to feel this particular way. And when I started doing something so that I could feel better, that led to me looking better. I forgot what I was going to say there. <laughs> but me starting off with, I don't want to feel like this anymore. I just want to feel better. Then I did start feeling better. And then when I started feeling better, holy shit, you wouldn't believe it. I started looking better. 
And then it was like, oh, okay, cool. The two quickly correlated into if I have these healthy habits and behaviors of going to the gym, watching what I eat, and not having this weekend warrior mentality of getting four large pizzas and getting absolutely fucking blind and doing all that, if I tone that down a little bit and bring some sort of balance to the equation, I look like this, whatever this archetype is. I look like me now, essentially, which is awesome. So now all I have to do, it's gone from, I have to go to the gym to look this way. I have to do this. I have to do this. It's just, this is my lifestyle now. And I look like this. Fantastic. If I want to change my aesthetics, I can easily do it by just changing one or two things because I've now set up the routine, the habits, the lifestyles, the belief systems that I am a person that identifies as going to the gym, as being athletic, as being strong, as doing all of these different things. That's what I do and that's who I am. And it started off the back of, I don't want to feel like this anymore. So this is going to be super quick, but the question that I want you to ask is what don't you want? Because a lot of people are getting stuck on this massive positivity journey that is out there at the moment that is, what what do you want to do in 12 months? Where do you want to be in five months? And what do you want to do this? And I'm guilty of doing that as well because I love future projecting to be like, hey, here's this like hope and faith dream type of deal that you're going to be getting one day. And that's your purpose. That's the reason that you're doing shit. Because the reason that I'm doing all this stuff is for my purpose so that I can have the financial flexibility so that I can have the, obviously the calendar flexibility as well for my future family, whenever that happens, whenever that is. And that lifestyle is awesome. So now I'm just doing things and setting up things for that purpose. But the time frame on it, it could be 12 months. It could be 18 months. It could be 72 months. Who the fuck knows? But I'm just doing it because my purpose is so written into my identity as this is what I'm going to be. And this is what I'm going to do. There might be a time in life where I have to revisit that purpose because of whatever medical circumstances that may particularly come up or different life events are going to be happening. Who the fuck knows? Knock on wood, obviously. Uh, But there's a whole bunch of different things that we can explore and that we can do by rephrasing the question instead of future pacing. Because if you're depressed and if you're not loving life or you just, for some reason, you just fucking hate life and you're just not there at the moment... One thing that you can do, or even if you're just at a speed bump, you're at a hole and you don't know what to do and you don't know how to get out of it. Instead of being like, right, I'm going to be so positive. (laughs) I'm going to be so positive. I'm going to do my blender. I'm going to do my smoothie. I'm going to meal prep everything for the week. I'm going to be so productive on this Sunday. And then you wake up on Monday and you do it. And that's awesome. And you're absolutely killing it. Gets to Tuesday and you're like, oh, fuck. Okay. I hit a speed bump here. I wasn't expecting that because uh, something happened and it didn't go 100% my way and I can't control this, I'm losing my shit, oh my god, I'm gone, I'm out. (laughs) That's typically what it's like. When you future project and something goes wrong, it's like, oh my god, now I can't do anything. So sometimes it's just better to ask, how don't I want to feel? What do I not want to feel like? And when you can identify how you don't want to feel, then you can identify what you need to do to not feel that way. So if you're in the hole or if you're feeling pretty shit right now, if you're in the shit fight, one of the things that you can do is just, how do I not want to feel? For me, it's, I don't want to be depressed. What do I do when I'm happy? I typically go to the gym. I'm typically eating a particular way. I'm typically working on these things. I am disciplined enough to create my own motivation because you get motivation by taking action. 
And the catch-22, particularly of depression, is you don't want to do anything because it seems pointless and hopeless and you're not motivated to do anything. But if you're smart enough and willing enough to say, I fucking hate feeling like this and saying these things and thinking these things, one of the best things that you can do in that situation is to say, fuck you and flip a middle finger to depression and say, I hate feeling like this, so I'm going to go do these things. I'm going to go take action on these things to create momentum and motivation in a positive way. It doesn't mean that you have to have this enlightened spiritual journey to be able to say, this is going to be my new me and new this and new Monday, new phone, who this? You don't need to do any of that dumb shit. What you can just do is, I fucking hate feeling this way, so I'm going to do this because at least that's better than feeling like shit. Over time, you may find that the motivation and the momentum of doing those things to get you away from all of that depression and all of that shit suddenly becomes a belief system within you that you just innately do day in and day out, week after week, month after month, year after year. And now you have the mental and emotional capacity to actually say, you know what, I'm actually looking pretty good. And I kind of want to go and try this. I kind of want to go and do this because you've created that momentum yourself to be able to say, I don't feel this way anymore. Fan-fucking-tastic. So what do I do now? You stop looking in the rearview mirror and you actually start looking forward in terms of where you're going. So sometimes it's going to be getting started with the question of how do I not want to feel? What do I not want to do? Who do I not want to be? And when you can identify the things that you don't want to do, when you start taking actions that align with like you going back to that person that you don't want to do, you can quickly cut that shit off because you're like, oh man, this is what a depressed Travis would do. I'm not going to do that because that's fucking sad. Go and do something else instead. So if you can identify what you don't want, that is going to pick you up out of the hole 100% of the time. And then once you're out of that, then you can start looking forward and say, what's my purpose? What do I want to do? What do I want to achieve in life? Because you will have a greater capacity to think about those things because now it feels like it may just be a reality. Give me 0.1% and that's enough for me to try and go get something because it's better than an absolute definite no of, a, of feeling like shit and staying here forever. I can do something about it and I'll take that 0.1% every day of the week. So I'm going to end on that note. And if you are in that bump or that road or that hole at the moment, ask yourself, who do I not want to be? What do I not want to be? How do I not want to feel? Answer all of those questions and they will answer, sorry, and they will be the answer for everything that you want to do moving forward. But for right now, Sometimes the best thing that you can do is get out of the shit fight. And once you're out of it and you can actually look around, that's when we start future projecting. But if you're in the hole, it's going to be very fucking hard to see the light. So get out of the hole first and then we'll talk.